Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Affinity Podcast. I'm joined today by Nathan, or better known as the Hermit Druid on the internet. Nathan has been talking about and producing content, although is most definitely not a content creator, for just over three years. Yet, he boasts massive followings across social media, with nearly 120,000 followers on TikTok alone. Nathan can be found regularly promoting more unusual or spicy commanders for the CDH format, which regularly take the old favourites to task. A nigh pillar of the CDH community, and someone I'm very happy to be chatting with today. Hi Nathan. How are you doing? We're doing very, very good. Now, the first thing I want to ask you, and it's the first thing I ask everyone who have uh, similar veins, why the name Hermit Druid? Uh, because I look like the Hermit Druid. <laughs> almost exactly like the card. Disheveled, long hair, tattooed, look like I just walked out of the woods, practically homeless. It's like, it's like, no, there's a, literally a picture of me just like posing where I look like the Hermit. No, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's like, no. No, I, I just look like, the, if you pick up the card, the Hermit Druid, I look like a more anorexic version. Of <laughs> like, the guy's got probably about, like, 30 pounds on me, but, like, other than that, no, that's the vibe. <laughs> more anorexic than the guy who lives literally in the trees. Yeah, 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 no, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy, that guy d- d- has some heft to him. I'm a, I, I am a thin and tall boy. <laughs> Fair enough. Definitely a lot more straightforward than I was expecting. <laughs> So, yeah, no, like, it's, it, 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 it's really not anything that deep. I just look exactly like the Hermit Druid. Yeah. Oh. And it's also, yeah, and like, it's, it's not even like I played Hermit Druid decks. It just happens. Just like, it's just like, I look exactly like the Hermit Druid. Fair enough. <laughs> oh. And also, um, I am really into outdoors, like, it, it double fits because, like, I like it, I am really big into like outdoorsy stuff. Like, yeah. I love being in the middle of the woods, surrounded by like, literally, like, my goal is to buy about an acre of woods, build a small A-frame on it, and have about seven dogs. Like, so, like, that is like a very the, the good goal. Is, is, it's like, yeah, I look like it, but like, there's a reason why I look like that card. Life goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's not it's it's life imitating art, imitating life. <laughs> Oh, God. So, one of the things that I definitely want to talk to you about specifically is, obviously, CDH. Now, all of our content is primarily that sort of generic, like, game nights, everything's a seven-level power type thing. So Yeah, yeah. See, the, well, uh, the funny thing is, uh, about all this, is, like, I'm not a content creator, but I've been watching you guys for, like, two, two and a half years, three years, how long hmm. have you guys been doing this shit? Oh. Like, I, like I'm a fan of your guy's <laughs> shit. Like, ha the tables have turned, motherfucker. Like, I love watching your, like, uh, when you guys do arch enemy games, and you're like, especially with your voice, you really put on, like, the, like, ah, Nicol Bolas draws another card. It's like, yeah, it's just fucking great. Like, no, so, like, oh. I watch you shit. Like, oh, thanks, man. It's very I nice to watch you. Shit. Like, as, as much as the, 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 the podcast people here, it's like, I know what you're doing because, like, I am one of these people. Oh. Like, I have been watching Affinity for Command, like, Commander, like, uh, on, on the YouTubes. Like, I'm not a content creator, I'm a content consumer. And cool. then I just, yeah, participate. Oh, so I was going to say. Um, <laughs> basically, one of the things I'll say like, I want to talk about CDH is obviously we've had, currently, um, I think it was, it was on a Playing With Power Stream, me and Martin together have played about three games of CDH. Which Martin won one of them with some random 
black green commander that just had the word sack a creature on it. Um, uh, Varols. That's the one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I played Varols for uh, Companion of the Blaze, one of my first commander decks. Yeah. Um, and so, firstly, because I know how I describe it, how. Imagine someone's just never heard of it. They've played Commander, they've had a precon. How would you describe CDH to someone who's never seen it or heard about it? What, what would you say is. How would you describe it to someone? Uh, it's EDH, but we play with all the powerful shit, do all the crazy combos, and like uh, we just uh, we it's EDH, but we uh, we swing for the fences, like like just absolutely go as hard as humanly possible. <laughs> like, cause like I, I often find like a lot of the problems with EDH is like where do we do this? Where do we do that? Where you like finding what different people like if everybody just agrees, okay, I'm just gonna walk out, and I'm just gonna fucking hit as hard as humanly possible. Like it, it's like a lot of things just like smooth themselves out. Yeah. Like, I've met a lot of people, like, I get a lot of people into CDH, because they're like, what is this, like, people, they hear about CDH, and like, oh, it's this, it's that, and like, I'm like, no, man, it's just where you can go play your bullshit, and like, the only thing that we care about is, does it fuck? Like, <laughs> like, if you're bringing some limp dick shit to my table, no thanks, but like, is this the best? Is this, like, like, I, I constantly want to play against the best decks, because I'm always trying to play, like, I'm, I'm obsessed with what I do, like, or like, you know, like, I'm very into the game, so like yeah. I spend all my time working and improving, and like we smash our decks against each other. And we're always like, that's why you see a lot of us arguing about like card inclusions and yeah. stuff like that. It's like it's it's just when you just throw everything to the fences, it's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, because I imagine like you never have. That's one of the advantages I think of CDs. You don't have a rule zero conversation beforehand. But it's like, oh, we can't you know, play no, this. Actually, no. Big, big difference. Uh, we oh, right. Do. It's, uh, we do. It's, uh, our, our rule zero is CDH. It, this, it, four letters takes care of the entire rule zero conversation. All, yeah. all CEDH is is a rule zero conversation. That's it. And we all sit down and agree to play the most powerful decks, play to win, no salt, nothing to matter. And like, we just go, CDH? Yeah. It just seems like we're not doing a rule zero conversation. But yeah. CEDH is literally a rule zero conversation. No argument to be had. That's pretty good. I should get that on a plane, Matt. That's pretty good. CDH uh, is a rules like, conversation. It's pretty good. Well, it's, it, I've talked to Shiv and like other members of the of the and like you know I've. It's one of my hotter takes that like isn't wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's a hot cold take uh, that C, uh, CEDH is the only global rule zero success. Yeah, that's very true. Like you can't have a bad feeling of CDH by someone comboing on turn two because you expect that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, I, I feel like the only thing I feel fucking bad about is that I didn't combo out on turn one. <laughs> uh, like, like that's it. Like, uh, like, uh, like, like when you got when you're playing against Rogers, like Rograk and Silas, I'm like, and they have the ability to win on turn one consistently. Yeah. Like, like you, there's no such thing as pub stopping. Like, I yeah. in in the height of the Flash era, it's like statistically hard to pull off but i pulled off a turn zero like it's not actually turn zero but like i pulled yeah. off a turn zero win Jesus. um and people are just like are you fucked and they're like oh yeah and like instead of people being like oh, i think you should take this and we're just like okay shuffle up go again like yeah man, like like i was like i like did we we spent like yeah did i spend more time shuffling than playing the game but yeah i also went to go turn one gemstone uh uh, gemstone, Elvish Spirit Guide, Flash. Nice. So in someone's upkeep, because like they they're like, okay, uh, like uh, untap upkeep. I'm gonna go draw a card. I'm like, actually, actually. no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh. no. That is uh, I'm going to. <laughs> Anybody I'm go got a force of will? Yes. Yeah. 
And that's the thing, like, you can... Speaking, you don't. Yeah, you can do that type of shit because you expect other people. Like, do you have your force of will? Do you have the pacts and stuff like that? Because if not, oh dear. Yeah, yeah, and then you start coming back around and being, like, a psychopath like me, where, like, uh, like I used to I played the CDHs so I could play the force of wills and then the packs. Yeah. Now I'm playing, like, like, uh, like, Mardu Storm. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm working out, like, I'm writing primers about this. I'm like, no, it's statistically correct to try and dumpster everybody on turn one. Like, just fucking go for it. Like, do you have a hot hand? Of, like, is it a hot five? Like, it is 100 card singleton. If you are playing against three decks and, like, only, what, two have blue, there is one card in, like, two cards. Force of Negation and Force of Will. Yeah. So, like, four cards in 200. And they draw and, like, seven. Every, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the statistics don't work out very well, like, on, on that. So, like, every time they draw a card, your your chances, like, they, they have more chances to draw a response. But, like, that's why, I, like, I was playing a game with somebody, I'm like, yeah, turn one peer, just slammed it. And they're like, I have open mana, I'm like, do you have the counter spell, though? <laughs> they're like, no? And I'm like, well, then get fucked. <laughs> That's so genuinely like, that's reckless, and I'm like, let me explain to you why it's mathematically correct to be reckless in this case. <laughs> the best use of maths ever. I'm going balls to the wall, and let me explain to you why. <laughs> why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That is brilliant. That's well, yeah, just... no, it's like, I, like, well, you're playing CDH, and you keep hot hand. Like, there's a, a, a hand that I would like. I kept uh, that like was a guaranteed turn two win, but like had a ten percent chance to just top deck a win, just because like. The dev, like, so it seems like you're like the, to the outside they're like it's just turn one turn two turn three wins like you know it's just like crazy but i'm like no nah, man it's because it's a refined fucking machine that is meant. Yeah. and like another thing about like the, like one of my decks it's like it's not like a god hand it's like god hands like i'm i'm working with what one of my buddies uh who is a um uh a mathematician like literally okay. university math uh guy and i want to work out uh the statistic probability of a god hand in in one of the decks that i work on because like it's just like very consistent so like i, I want to know i want to know the math of, of god hands but like that's why i'm in cdh <laughs> yeah so, so something you touched on that it's like people from the outside seeing it just turn one turn two like what what do you, as a CDH player, like, what do you think other people think of CDH? Like, do they just think, oh, it's just turn one, turn two, I don't play that? Uh, well, it's funny because it's not just turn two, turn one, one, turn one, turn two wins. It's not. It is so much more than that. In fact, we have people, like, a lot of community-driven projects, uh, like uh, Squirrel Mob is doing um, the CDH metagame uh, project. And it turns out most CDH games end on turn six and with combat. That is very surprising. Or at least, like, five turns five and six. Like, and, or, like, they will, and things will, like, have gone south. Or, like, like, things are not, like, they're not as, like, when I'm building a deck, I'm like, I want to win turn one, turn two, but how does it perform turn three, four, five? Yeah. Does it just fold to stacks? Does, like, a rule of law get played, and do I just die? Yeah. So is that because, like, everyone has all that interaction so that turn one and two just doesn't happen all the time so everyone like fires all their shots and now they go oh we now have to attack each other for the win yes yeah and like a lot of like uh that sometimes that happens and that happens a lot in tournament play like everybody will like have lots of interaction like um uh recently there was a tournament um uh, uh marchesa i think and uh <laughs> magda took it the entire tournament what? Because 
yeah, Magda just wins on turn five. Because, because like in a CVH deck, you're playing tons of counter spells, yeah. uh, instant speed like this. Like you're playing like cluster storms, delays, so on and so forth. Yeah. You're not really having any, any, anything interacting with like a two mana creature playing dwarves, making treasures that just assembles a whole combo out of one off one card. And it's just the, they just raw dogged the entire tournament because while the people were fucking blasting their shit, like on turn five, Magda's just like, I on tap, I win. Being the quietest one in the corner wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just sometimes letting these other decks like fire a bit, like let the blue decks all fucking shoot their shot, and you just go like, okay, cool. I play Dockside, sacrifice five treasures to Magda, go get my combo piece, and win because I just played a, a creature card that you can't fucking interact with, and I'm not casting anything else from this point on. And like they 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 won, and like it's a, the deck slaps, and it comes out of nowhere because like one one guy tried to win. So he removed an opponent's opposition agent. In response, you they unlocked Magda, and Magda just fucking won. On the stack at instant speed. Because they didn't respect a mono-red deck. That is, honestly, that's quite funny. I need to see that now. That's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, beyond play mono-red because it's OP, if someone wanted to play CDH, what would be the first thing you say to them? have a lot of like i've been doing this for a while so i've, co I've come around on a lot of different views i used to be like you know what here build play this play what you feel comfortable with and then i like saw how bad that went for a lot of fucking people uh so now i just hand out like uh like i just we so the cedh uh community is extremely uh community run and we actually have what's called the decklist database no and it is a website that has a whole bunch of like basically uh Precons of CDH. They uh, they are all decks that are, are are recognized in the meta. Like have uh, people have like gone over the card in choices. It's not lacking things that like you know a deck should have to participate in a game of CDH. Uh, and like you can just go onto this website. It's like oh I like this commander, and you can go on there, and there might be a CDH build for it. Okay. Uh, and like. There is constantly people trying to, like, in the CDH community, because, again, like, we are rabid most of the time. Like, uh, like we really want, like, have personal pet decks, because we are EDH players. We have decks that we think can be competitive, and we end up, like, and, like, the people behind the deckless database actually like that. They're like, oh, you think it's good, and you're going to put a whole bunch of work into it? And, like, good. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Because we... New Old Jess just opened, and one of the guys who was a Yu-Gi-Oh player, and he said, oh, he's trying to get into EDH, but he can't find something whereby, like a video or an essay on it, where they go through the deck and say, these are the cards to put in, here's what you do, here's how the deck wins, here's the lines, here's the percentages for EDH. And we were trying to explain to them that for EDH, it's because it's so much of pet cards and trying exactly. to refine not, it and do all of that. But, you're not trying to win. Like, yeah. Well, you're, you're trying to win, but you're, like, trying to, like, I want to do this crazy thing in the game of EDH, yeah. which might not even be win the game. It might, like, give you a crazy board state. So, like, it, like it, that doesn't, to that kind of people, it doesn't compute. It, yeah. it won't be. So if you, want, if you want that kind of content, you go to CDH, because we are building things that are meant to win games, do things. There's no, like, like... Sometimes it's, like, I'll put, like, one or two pet includes, but it's just, like, there's usually a good reason. Yeah, it's not a pet include, like, my pet include for any deck that I can justify stuff like Mind Dilation, which is just a janky 
massive blue enchantment that does literally nothing. But I like it, because it's funny. But like, there's not a justifiable enough reason to put that into other well, decks. Usually what you'll see is a lot of the same cards in a CDH deck. Like, not, like if you're in blue, you're running the same blue cards. If yeah. you're in black, you're running all the fucking tutors. Like, there is a certain amount of sameness in, in, in a CDH deck, and a lot of it comes down to uh, commanders. Hmm. How commanders play, and like the commanders that are what people really attach themselves to. Like, that's why I like playing Dargo. One of my fucking favorite commanders to play. Big 7-5 trampler that comes down on turn one that like you can storm out and win the game like immediately. We literally, uh, we opened a box today and I pulled one darker and the first thought was, I bet Hermit knows how to break this. Oh yeah, I play that competitively. You also opened another card. That, uh, didn't you open a Jewel Lotus? Yeah, I did. That was okay, yeah. okay, so read Jewel Lotus, read Dargo and realize that Jewel Lotus makes five mana for Dargo. Oh, Jesus. Because the mere act of sacrificing Jewel Lotus supplies two mana to Dargo. So that's five mana. And then you, so you, yeah. That's the fact pretty that good. those two came out in the same, in the same uh, set is uh, astounding to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, so uh, the, the funny thing about Dargo is like, uh, you see, you easily turn one, because um, Lotus Petal uh, is a Black Lotus. Yeah. Yeah. It's straight up Black Lotus, because you zero mana, get three out of it. Uh, is then you then uh, use spells like Burnt Offering and Sacrifice to turn Dargo into seven floating red or black mana. Yeah. And then you cast Adnaz, or Peer into the Abyss, and then just win. <laughs> oh. And then you, like, sacrifice Dargo a whole bunch of times, make a bunch of mana, storm out. Yeah, it's, uh... That's pretty he's funny. Good. He's good, yes. <laughs> That's, oh. that's the Mardu Stormless I play as Tim the Dargo. Because worst comes to worst, you just beat the shit out of people with a 7-5 that draws cards. I mean, a 7-5 that draws cards is always pretty good, to be honest, in my opinion. And to make sure you draw three cards for combat, uh, Dargo is a 7-5 with Trampler. That makes him pretty much the biggest thing around. Yeah. Uh, until they printed Shorakai. Fuck. Shurikai. Remind me of Shorakai. Gundam. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, the gun. Yeah, uh, the eight-eight uh, vehicle in the command zone. Yes, that like a friend of mine was playing that in just regular EDH, and it just seemed like, hold on, this is just this is just really good. Like, no one's going to interact with it ever, and it just drew him like a bunch of cards. Yep, draw, discard, create bodies. Yep, why not? Works under a humility, which is bullshit. <laughs> See, that's something I always found weird that stacks has a massive place in CDH. Like, I always well, thought stacks being really okay, slow. So, uh, it, it's one of the you get into the fucking argument of like uh, people are like white sucks, and it's like ah, tell me you play casual without telling me you play. Casual. <laughs> like uh, white has been casually nerfed. No, white has been like soft banned in all the most powerful things. People whine and bitch about for fucking hours. All the stacks pieces. You're not letting me play my magic. Yeah, like no, fuck you. Uh, white plays fair magic, and everybody wants it to play like other colors. They want white to draw a thousand cards. They want white to make a million mana. They want white to do this. It's like no. What white does is play fair magic and beat the shit out of people. Yeah, this is this is what I was saying. Like everyone is still all those saying like, oh, well, green can do everything. It's like. Green can do bits and pieces not as well as anything else, which is what nature's meant to do. Not every colour is meant to do everything. That's why there are colours of magic. And what white is meant to do is we play fair, by the rules, like, it's in the card. Yeah. Rule of law. Yeah, everyone will play it. Even, like, in their white 
ramp, it is we're going to get to the same amount of mana as other people. Yeah, with the same amount of mana. And, like, I recently built Rafine, and yeah. it is a very white deck. And people are like, I cut out basically all ramp. Like, people are like, where's your rocks? Where's your this? And I'm like, I don't want to ramp. I want to play on-curve, creature-based magic. I want to play under a rule of law. I want to play fair. Like a Simic deck has it like unless unless it's Kodama, like decks that like yeah. Simic is Simic do be crazy. Yeah. But like people complain about, oh, they drew a billion cards, stormed out, did like seven things this turn. It's like play a rule of law. Well, they start complaining that they can't play magic. It's like yes, they can play magic. Yeah, you they can just play one. sensible magic. You can play one thing at a time. We're playing casual magic here. <laughs> We're playing out the box commander here, people. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a lot of people want to socially enforce the rules, but not actually physically enforce the fucking rules. Which is like, I know this guy's draw like, the Rhystic Daddy player, I hate Rhystic Daddy. Alright, so play a fucking, I, like, you know, not an Eidolon of Rhetoric, um... Rex uh, Sage, anything. Spirit of the Labyrinth. Yeah, Spirit of the Labyrinth. Cool. Everybody can only draw one card. Enjoy your fucking rule of law. Or sorry, enjoy, enjoy your Rhystic Daddy. Like, oh, but like, white has been socially banned because people complain. That's yep. why in CDH, however, white is powerful as fuck. Because, so, like, you will kick the shit out of a Storm player that has bad card quality when you're playing good cards under a rule of law. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, there is a constant joke of mono white being the worst in Commander. Because you're not essentially, as you say, socially, you're not allowed to play stacks. Like, if you sit down exactly. at a table with someone... Is the, white, is the, white is the color of rules. Yeah, if you sit down with someone and say, here's my Brago stacks deck, everyone will either go no or change their deck. And it's like, no, no, no. Or socially insult you, or you're some kind of freak or creep, or like, it's against the spirit of the format, why do you do that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I've got, I've, got a, I've got a fucking edge on my shoulder, <laughs> I can tell by, the, my, by the, my tonality, but like, uh, no, 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 there, uh, there, there is some things. So, like, everybody complains that, like, white, they can't do this. It's like, no, white is just, unfortunately, too strong. You're just a bitch. Oh, God. That's, that's the thing, like, people do have that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll hold my hands up and say we do actively say, like, when we record videos, we don't actively want people to play stacks. For the simple reason that we think that people will find it boring to watch as content. Oh no, hundred percent. Uh, no, like for con if you're creating like if you're creating things for entertainment, like you know, like it's the difference between uh, like um, you know, magic is like a game of chess and poker. Hmm. However, which one does it lean towards more? Watching like you might really like watching chess, but not a lot of people like watching chess. Like we like a little bit more of excitement. Yeah, and like watching a stacks game can be really entertaining, but like. People really want to see people storm off through a thousand things and just do like entertaining shit. Yeah, like that. You, you, yeah, yeah, that's 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 entertainment for you. Yeah, which is I think like people like playing rule of law does make everything fair. Everyone still play their decks, play them fairly. But then you do have people say, "Oh, well, this is a bit boring to watch." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but it's magic." But them's the breaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's why I've really enjoyed playing. Like I've been testing Rafine recently, and like that, it is a near fifty percent uh, white deck. And oh my god, does it make people fucking miserable? It so, plays every rule of law effect. It makes creatures huge on attack, and it just beats it. Like it's it is a white deck that has black reanimation and blue interaction. But it's like that's that that is that is it. it the creature base is it's a 
I'm looking at curve rule of laws. Yeah. Like I go turn one deafening silence into two turn two Aether Sworn Cannonist into a turn three uh Archon of Emeria and land Rafine on turn four and then proceed to beat the living crap out of you because now you've got to cast three removal spells to get through uh my like basically rule of law lock. Yeah. And I'm going to be beating the crap out of you. And also being being mono white, I mind it's also relatively cheap for CDH. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like when the only uh, when you're not playing a, a ramp package, like you're not playing at like fourteen mana rocks. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, Kataki starts looking real good. That's what I want to say as well. Like, so obviously, being the cost of it's probably one of the things that really could peel off CDH. Like, uh, which is why, uh, generally speaking, I'd say uh, for the most part, and like if you're not looking to play tournaments, or if you're looking to play CDH with people, just proxy shit, please. Exactly like, what I wanted to say is like, because that's the thing that I find really weird, that the people that you would expect to be really anti-proxy are the people who own all the really expensive cards. But they're so, dies. yeah, they're so not. CDH people are, are the most proxying, dies, welcoming like, people. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's 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 the uh, the high power casual guys are like I have a guy's curve and you can't proxy. You need to worry about. But like in CDH, I don't care if your cards are fake. I want to play against you. We are more elitist about our um our our, our fake cards than we are about anything else. But I, like, you better have good proxies. Like, yeah. Oh, I have like yeah. It's like this is a custom proxy that I had made by so and so. Like it's like the level of bling becomes like even higher when it's just like you can't buy it i had it custom made. yeah this is so fake but it's so much better yeah yeah my fake is better than your fake uh, <laughs> yeah you will, like there is in the like you'll run into people that are more elitist about their decks and the cards that you put in your deck whether or not they're actually fucking real or not mm. you could play an entirely proxy deck but run like a couple of sus cards and people will be like are you fucking serious <laughs> Like, I don't care that it's not real. I just care that you're running it. <laughs> like, it offends me that you're running that trash. Stop it's a be- it. It's a beautiful piece of art, but get it out of my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, God. Like, I'm going to play this card. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> why? But, like, no, it's just, just bad. Like, like, let me like, tell you the like, maths of why it's bad. I play Urza's glasses in his Urza deck, because Urza needs his glasses, and I want to fucking slap him every single time. <sighs> that bugs me more than if you were playing proxies. Oh, my God. But then, what, why do you think people have that issue with proxies? Then, like, you're not playing. No t- fucking clue. That is a holdover from EDH and a whole bunch of stuff. Even Wizards themselves have put out like statements on like playtest cards and proxies and stuff. Like, they, as long as you're not in a fucking tournament, nobody gives a rat's ass. You're just licking a boot. Yeah, that's it. Literally, like, because we are looking to make and do a CDH tournament in our new LGS, and we just say proxies are welcome, and we had so. So like, oh, well, are you sure it's okay? Some people might get to think. And th- this is the weirdest thing. I understand thing. stores not being able to do it because business is business. And, you, like, like yeah. there are things with, like, your DCIA like, number. You know, so there's some shit that, like, uh, the fucking LGSs have to go through about keeping things yeah, legitimate. The, so, like, I get that. But, like, nobody nobody's going to fucking come to Discord and take away your proxy deck, okay? No. Well, that's the thing. The thing we found was that um, stores, provided they're cool with it, are completely fine to run a proxy tournament. The caveat is that you can't use any of the wizard's software to do so. Oh, yeah, well, in that case, yeah, yeah. Which seemed fine. But the biggest thing I found was that there were so many people that were saying 
well, people might have a problem with it, but no one ever said they had a problem with it. Other people said that other people would have a problem with it, which that was the weirdest thing to be told people would have a problem, but no one actually said they have a problem with it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people like to speak for CDH community, and one of the things about being a community member is just saying that you're part of a community member generally kind of just makes you one as much as I fucking hate it. Yeah. Because, you know, we don't like to gatekeep and <laughs> in, right? Uh, but like, no, nah, like, most every CDH member I know is just pro proxy in a way because we rather, like, we need new blood. We need new people to play with. It can't just be the same fucking people all the goddamn time. Like, yeah. it, it just can't. Like, your community die, stagnates and dies that way. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone, like, every single year we have, I think Wizards always record as more Magic players this year than last year. But then, how well do those numbers translate into CDH? Uh, we've seen a lot of growth over a over a while. Like, uh, there's been a lot of success. Like, uh, also, like, there's been a culture shift over the last two years. Like, I've been around in this fucking in this Twitter game for a while. Like, since around like the Flash ban and like before, there's a lot of fucking vitriol towards uh, competitive EDH. Yeah. And like, just seeing the culture change over the last three years, and like, people are like playing a lot of CDH, and I have a lot of people reaching out. Like, I've got Wizard staff playing ED, uh, competitive EDH with me. I've got like, uh, like just various people that like want to like, oh, but I have this really strong. Like, it always, like, it almost always goes. I have this really strong deck that I really like, but I've worked on it to the point where it just fucks up everything. Yeah, I can't play it anymore, but I really want to. Is there a competitive build? Yeah. And like, or like, sometimes there's people like, oh, I want to play Najila. I'm like, yeah, you play CDH. Yeah. 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 But like, that, 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 Najila is fucked up when you play it like Bubblegum Warriors. You can build yeah. like a, like no fucking card over like 25 cents. And like, Najila plus 99 mountains is a little too much. Like, well, that's the thing we found, especially with stuff like Najila. Like, there are, Commanders. Corvold, yeah. Yeah, just stop complaining about fucking Corvold and play CDH. Like, like, okay, like, just, just play it in CDH. Just play it in CDH. Like, yeah. there are. I say, nobody like, likes my Corvold deck. I'm like, ah, just play CDH. <laughs> Do you think that any time, like, Wizards obviously design a lot of legends with commanders in mind. Like, they've even printed each opponent on a legendary. I think it was in Dominaria. There was just obviously this is meant to be for commander. Do you think there's ever a consideration for CDH when they're designing cards? I can't answer that. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> um, in that case... Uh, oh for CDH or for high power play, there are some cards that they have definitely uh, definitely like, oh yeah, I know this is going to be like, this is some, this is going to be up on the higher end of stuff. Like, you... you Fierce Guardianship was printed in the Commander set. Yeah. Jeweled Lotus was printed in the Commander set. Yeah. Cold <laughs> Reacher was printed in the Commander set. Jessica was printed. If you would like to go through the list, like they, they like they may not print stuff specifically like for competitive play, but like there's there's definitely like considerations for power level pushing things like there's. I don't know. There, there's definitely some things that have definitely been made with more competitive mindset. Uh, but yeah, like there's, there's, there's definitely also some power level consideration, but yeah. 
Sometimes they sometimes wizards will throw high power above. Yeah, they will. There's a lot of it, especially stuff like Hall Breacher was Opposition Agent as well as the other one, which Jesus Christ, fuck those two came out in the same set. He- uh good. There's a lot that came out of like there's a lot that came out of uh Malcolm. Malcolm oh, yeah. came out of Commander Legends. Yeah. Tavesh came out of Commander Legends. Jessica came out of Commander Legends. Like for every kind of weird commander they have, like there's it like like Malcolm Kettis is a fucking CDH deck. Really? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, because you play uh, Mal- you play you play Malcolm and Kettis and you go to combat with Malcolm and you create three treasures. Oh yeah. Or you slap a curiosity on it and make three treasures and draw three cards. Also, it's in red, and Malcolm is a one-card combo. See, it's with Glintor and Buccaneer. Good point, Sean. I don't know that much about CDH, and that's why I'm talking to you. Well, yeah. Well, Malcolm is a fantastic thing. Like Malcolm is a fantastic card because it's uh, it's blue, yeah. uh, and uh, it makes mana. It's flying. You know, those are all great, but it's also a one-card win condition. And that is uh, real fucking good in CDH. So people play um, uh, competitively Mal- uh, Teamer Malcolm. Yeah. Or like uh, Mal- it's Teamer Malcolm, Tropical Malcolm, Teamer Pirates. Half of CDH is named in your deck. If you got a shitty name, just <laughs> you got a bad deck. It's got to be something cool. Yeah, yeah, it better be cool. Um, so like you play green because you get all the best creature tutors. Uh, you play red because you get Glintor and Buccaneer, mm. and you play Malcolm in the command zone. You like, oh, you can also cast Malcolm off of Jewel Lotus because that came out in that set. <laughs> uh, like it's it's very easy to win. Like so, like a lot of people jumped on. Like so, people play um, uh, Teamer Malcolm and uh, fucking Grixis Malcolm with uh, Bile Smasher. So that's the thing, like the partner commanders did for me from an outside look at Falsmasher, Silas, Thrasios, like that seemed to do a lot for CDA. Just the fact you get to choose colours and there's usually one that has the colours you want that has a good ability on it. Yeah, and like uh they released a whole bunch of monocolored ones. It's like sure yeah. you don't get four color good stuff, but now you get three color real good stuff. Yeah. And that was something else that I was talking with someone, I forget who. Um they were saying, and this blew my mind a bit, that when they changed the mulligan rule, that massively apparently shifted the meta in CDH. Oh, everything shifts the meta. Um, any anything like that? that okay, mulliganing is huge in CDH, uh, and it's not. And it's something like I try to teach my casual friends, uh, and it, it's like it's not as important in in casual EDH, but it's really important in fucking CDH. When you're probably only going to be looking at it like a certain amount of cards, yeah. but mulliganing becomes really important. And being able to go down to when you're able to look at 21 cards before you even start the game, like like yeah. in when we say CD, like people are like, oh, you, they, like the game just started, it's already over. It's like no, no, the game starts at mulls. <laughs> yeah, like the game, the game is like already begun. We've already started. Like if you are not paying attention right now, you're already fucked. <laughs> It's like, it's like if you mull down to, like, it is better to have a hot five mm. any day of the week than it is to have a mediocre seven that you're, like, not too, that, that it's like, oh, this is kind of going somewhere. It's like, nowhere, fast. Yeah. 
But you get like like you, you basically get a like hand sculpting due to the like the new mulligan. Yeah, you do. A lot. This wasn't it because he was saying because he's a other CDH player. He was saying like Narset, the um Jeskai legend was yeah, yeah. was the best commander before the Mulligan change. I don't know how true that was. Oh, that was um. So that was a different Mulligan. That was two Mulligans ago. Two Mulligans, God, behind the deck. But even then, to me, as a non CDH player, that was like, Marshall Paris. Yeah, Marshall Paris, like. When I hear it, a six-mana commander, like, obviously Ragnar's like, you cheat him out massively, um, but for a six-mana commander, like, that's a lot, isn't it? We're, we, uh, okay, so Narset was dying out until Jude Lotus was printed. Right. That now you can turn one, now you can turn one fucking Narset you grab him. Yeah, that actually, damn Jude Lotus was, now I'm fully understanding why that card is $80. Jesus. No, it's one of the most busted pieces of shit ever. Like it, it made five, like in CDH all of a sudden, like Krom, people were already playing Crom. Yeah. But Crom, like all of a sudden, jumped, like jumped, fucking jumped. Like it was because that now all of a sudden a five mana commander that can easily be cast. Turn two. Yeah. Turn one. Uh, Tavesh, like is a five mana commander. Like people are playing Tavesh Crom as CDH. Two five mana commanders because Jeweled Lotus exists. Jesus. So do you, do you ever feel like so? So I'm really trying not to link this as much as I am because I know that essentially just different formats. But we have a massive thing where we're trying very hard not to have this big problem of homogeneity in decks. Oh, so but then, it's the same format. It's just different metas. But then do you think there's a problem, or do you think that's an okay thing for homogeneity in CDH? Because obviously, like, the powerful blue spells are all powerful blue spells. But then... Yeah, no, uh, homogeneity in... Uh, there is a speech that I once gave on the internet about... Uh, because, like, my hobby is fencing. Yeah. Uh, European longsword. Uh, uh, optimization breeds homogenization. Yeah. Uh, like if you look at a lot side by side, a lot of guards between European and Japanese uh, fencing techniques, they're identical because there is only a there is only one biometrically correct way to throw a two like cut from a with a two handed sword from this position. Like they all look the same because there's oh, like bio like biometrics and efficiency dictates one clear efficient path. Hmm. Uh, so like CDH decks all will look. Similar, like is that is that something that EDH is dealing with? Yes, because they just you're shy. They shy away from it. They don't lean into it. Whereas we're always hoping for like the next strongest thing. I'm like, oh, this is an instant staple. Oh, this is like amazing. This is like, or like even still, like, oh, this is great in niche decks. Yeah. Like uh, we uh, we go crazy about like fucking hyper efficient uh, common removal. <laughs> Last day of the spoiler season when they put out that one man like the. Those two mana like bounce spells. Yeah, that's that's your bread and butter. Oh, oh yeah, that's well, that's what Clark Clark goes insane the last day of spoilers when they're just putting out the little common cantrips that do shit. So that's always that's a funny thing I find. Like it's stuff like the jewel loaders that's a big expensive blowing flashy thing. But then there's these random commons and uncommons that will see no play anywhere apart from the strongest go hard decks possible. 
Which, yeah, Into the Royal is really good because you can bounce somebody's rule of law, but you can also use it to, like, so we cut Cyclonic Rift usually, like, or greedy people will really cut Cyclonic Rift because yeah. you can't bounce your own Dockside with it, so we'd rather, <laughs> we're not overloading it. We're not. We're not casting for its seven mana mode. Like, you can, like, the game's not getting that far, but, like, yeah. if, I'm ca- if I'm casting seven mana, like, I'm, I could cast Peer into the Abyss and just fucking win. Yeah. Um... Uh, so like so like it's often used as like targeted removal, but like when I can't target that removal and then turn it on my own shit to bounce my dockside or like maybe bounce my mana crypt to reset or mana vault to reset it or like that was like we all went fucking nuts that day that that alchemist retrieval was printed yeah that one that one blue uh bounce target uh permanent you control or cast it for two and bounce somebody else's shit. We went nuts for that because that's like a one mana dockside doubler. That's a one mana like you can now spend one blue and make four mana off your mana crypt. That's pretty good. That's huge. It's like I'm learning so much. For one blue and one in a blue, you make one, two, three, spend one. You make five mana with a mana with a mana vault. For one in a blue. It then it only hits you for one mana off of Adnaz because the two mode is hidden on the card, so you only lose one life when you reveal it. Um, There's all these things that make this little fucking yeah. shitty comment. We all just went like, "No, this is." Ah, <laughs> ah. We all like lost our shit. Like everybody, every, like everybody's like just like giggling because they're like, "Oh nope, the CDH had like a hyper efficient common spoil." They're all like fucking like peeking in the streets like. Buying multiple copies of a uh, like, I think I have ten copies of Alchemist like Retrieval because I'm like, let's go into everything I'm ever gonna fucking make. And, like, it's, yes. it, like it's never gonna spike. It's still like a ten cent card, but like we all like it's like or Grob or like uh, what was the fucking um, uh, okay adversary that was that was hot in fashion for a while because it was a it's a two mana attacker that was a warrior so like Nigila oh, yeah. went nuts for it. Well, it's four mana that you can cast for two because, like, you know, everybody's going to have a green permanent in CDH, you know, until all of a sudden they don't have any green in play and you've got a four mana fucking card in hand. So, with Nigela... That hits you for four off of bad dots. So, so with Nigela and, like, every other commander, is there any commanders that you think, like, this is currently... Like, what is the current tippity-top of the CDH meta right now? Timna Crom, it's it's more of like a set of cards rather than like a Timna Crom, uh, Najila, Najila's always probably gonna be like the best. Uh, I don't know. If you, decks are good, but like you have to without taking their pilot into consideration. Like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't mean much, but like Najila will always be the best. Timna will always be the best. Like Timna X, uh, Thrasios is like. It's also for, like, what's in fashion and what's going on in the meta that really dictates. Like, Timna Krom is really hot right now because you got Black, you got Grixis plus Timna. Yeah. Um, and, and since they printed Dockside and Underworld Breach, like, so, like, in 2016, whatever, or, I don't know, what, I don't know exactly. Uh, that was a, that's too long ago. They were printed in 2016. Uh, in, like, the 2020 meta, like, even, like, later, earlier, uh, Timna Thrasios used to be the thing. Like that's the one thing everybody knows about C- CDH. It's like, oh, it's all, it's all Timna Thrasios. Yeah. And then they printed Underworld Breach. 
And no. now all of a sudden, like, the red partners are, uh, it's now Timna plus a red partner. So, like, Timna Jessica yeah. became really popular because Jessica is a fantastic, fantastic fucking magic card. I do love Jessica. Uh, infinite mana outlet, board control, and, like, damage tripler? Yes, please. She is just lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Timna Dargo, Timna Crark. Like, and so, like, people are more, like, people are messing with Timna plus red than they are with missing, like, like messing Timna Thrasios. There's still a class of people that are like, oh, it's, it's the best thing you can play. And, like, I don't know. So, so I'm too busy dumpstering people on turn one. So, is, is Timna just the best just because she has that ability that lets you draw cards and dealing damage to multiple people? Is that uh, right? Yeah. Like, she's like, draws three cards, draws. Ancestral Recall for free every combat is pretty fucking good. That is pretty good. You just never have an empty hand. And she's black. Like, she's got the black color identity. Yeah. Like, access to white, so you get, like, silences, like, silence effects, which are fucking huge in CDH. Oh, that's pretty good. So, last, last two things. There's the questions I ask everyone. Yeah. Which card, if you had the power... Which card would you ban, if any? Oracle. Thassa or, or, or Oracle Thassa? Thassa's Oracle. Yeah. I put a bullet to its head and take it out. <laughs> very specific reasons. What are these very uh, specific reasons? Uh, it, like I'm okay with like win the game cards. I'm okay with Jace. I'm okay with um. I'm okay with I'm okay with all of these things. Uh, it's just the fact that uh, it doesn't die to removal. Yeah, uh, you can't interact with it. It's a trigger on the stack. It's, it's like basically, uh, it's, it's like unless you're also, unless you counter it. Like I have to talk about people. Like you need like you can't bolt it. You can't do anything with it because like the wording that like if zero is equal, it was the less than or equal to. Yeah. So if it was like less than, like it's the fact that zero is equal, like if you have no Thassa's Oracle and your devotion to zero, your devotion to blue is zero and your library is zero, you just win the game. So like, you can't do shit to it. Yeah. So like, unless you counter it, you're basically fucked. Yeah. Uh, like, I'd rather going back to Jace, or sorry, Labman, where you can at least interact with it. Other colors can like tap it, bolt it, I don't know, green can fight it. I don't fucking know, but <laughs> yeah. at least green has an option. What the fuck is green going to do? That's the thing. Like, well, it's not historical. I remember seeing it, Walton. I just, I mean, Mars said the same thing. Like, this is just a strictly 100% better version of Jace, of Labman. And, like, there's no downside to it. It's just 110% better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's not even remotely close. No. So that's Oracle, hundred percent done. Which I agree with. To be honest, like I, I as a usually hardcore control player at heart, hate anything that's just triggered on the stack and you can't do a lot about it unless you've got like some of those get rid of triggers, which not a lot of. Yeah, stifle effects. Yeah. Um, and last thing, is there any cards you would unban? No shit. Yeah, you can bring up the ban list. I'd fucking start. I'd start taking a lot of them off. Coalition victory is no fucking reason to be on there. I don't give a shit about that. I didn't understand why that was. Fucking, okay, it's it's so bad. Like, like they, you just went out of nowhere. I'm like the setup. The, the setup. Setup. Eight mana, and then you have to have permanence of each color. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, well, the new things you can have the land base and two lands. It's like, you know, yeah, cool. So you've got the land base. You've got, you, you met the land base. Do you have the eight fucking mana to spend it? Or like, cast it? Like, I play CDH and Dockside doesn't even hit for eight that often. Yeah. Like, early. Like, yeah, maybe a late game Dockside you'll hit for 11. But, like, come on. Like, we're talking, like, it's, it's not. And, like, you can interact with literally any part of it. Like, with it on the stack, you can interact with the commander. You can interact, like, it dies to removal. Thassa's Oracle doesn't die to removal. Commanders, like, Coalition Victory dies to removal. Yeah. It's also not two blue mana. Yeah, yeah, it's also not two blue. It's, it's a fucking mana in five colors. Like, my guy. My guy. Like, I understand why biorhythm's on the list, but whatever. Yeah. Fucking gifts I'm given, I would take off because I'm fucking... Like, I'm, that's, I'm selfish. Grizzlebrand comes off because I'm selfish as well. <laughs> you just want to play these cards. Yeah, I just want to reanimate Grizzlebrand. <laughs> uh, I just want to play Gifts Ungiven. Uh, uh, Paradox Engine did nothing wrong. Um, oh, I, I play Paradox Engine with Urza, and it's beautiful, and it feels amazing. And genuinely, this is my one conspiracy theory that I hold dear, is that they banned Paradox Engine because they didn't want to admit they'd broken Urza, that they'd made Urza wrong. Because Urza is beautiful, and it shows the Paradox Engine is too good. Urza just went, here's Paradox Engine, never went, Urza! It's like, oh, we'll ban Paradox Engine. It's like, no! Leave them alone! There's nothing wrong. Oh. My yeah, I would, uh... Jesus Christ. Basically anything that doesn't make the game literally, like... Like, I'm... Like, I, I understand... Like, I understand... Uh... The fucking ban list mm. like it's a buy check it's, yeah. we're not looking to ban the most like ban our way out of the most powerful format it's like we're trying to keep things that are like unfun and like miserable to play against off the ban list so basically anything that doesn't fulfill those fucking things is coming right the fuck off like rule zero sorted out like 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 if you're fucking playing like oh i'm gonna start cobbling out with fucking gifts on given all then just fucking play cdh like i'm not gonna stop you it's true. I, I'll see you in a CDH game. I'll give you a place to play that. Do you really want to play Gifts Ungiven now that it's free? All right, cool. Come play a CDH with me. Like, you never want to see it again? Well, then go fucking play Casual. Yeah. Uh, that's like, 100% a thing. Like, we, it's like, you, it's like, and it's like, oh, I just don't want to see it in other people's decks. And it's like, well, there's a lot of things other people don't want to see in your fucking deck. So, like, I don't know. That's why I play CDH. I don't want to deal with the fucking politics of that shit. Like, right. Best advertisement for CDH. Like, uh, like, my buddy's friend that would come out to game nights would be, like, the most miserable bitch if he fucking removed anything on his board and he was playing Mill. Just, like, the most unself-aware human being I've, like, fucking ever. It's like, no, you can't touch any of my shit. Huh? I'm gonna take away your library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. out. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't touch anything on my board. I'm too busy controlling yours. Yeah. Which, again... Yeah, no. So much shit that I just don't do with, with CDH where I'm like, or in casual, so I just play CDH, just like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. And us, winning. <laughs> I let her hitting you with a goddamn giant of shy on turn two. Take 21 to the face. <laughs> I think you've definitely sold me a lot of trying more CDH. That sounds a little bit. Jessica Shy was one of my funny, like my favorite funny. It's like I was like, "Oh, you mean I can triple damage now?" It's like, "You mean Voltron is CDH viable?" Let's fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just pull a jeweled lotus. There we go. That's half the deck done right there, right? Like, like you play, 
all you do is go land Jeweled Lotus uh, Ishai and then turn to play Jessica and then murder somebody. <laughs> Just casual murder. Yeah, yeah, because Ishai will be a 7 7 by, or a 7 7 oh, yeah. by then. So. so, yes, please play more spells, please. I'd love nothing more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Play. Or don't. I still win. I yeah. <laughs> Ishai play, playing, the, pl playing the role of rule of law by themselves. Yeah, I know. People are like, people are like, oh, you just don't play into the Ashai. And I'm like, okay, so you let me play the one-sided rule of law. Fucking, let's go. But like, other people are going to cast spells. So you cast one spell a turn. It takes me two turns. Oh, God. And I'm literally playing, like, literally Jessica Ashai and, like, fucking 69 counter spells. Oh, that sounds heavenly. Well, it's not, six, it's, it's not 69 counter spells. It's actually, like, 30. Yeah. Uh, Still a lot. 25, yeah, 25 to 30 pieces of interaction and a bird. And that bird's gonna slop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I try to remove the bird. I'm like, I counter that. I counter your counter spell. It's like, I fuck restoring that counter spell. And it's now bigger. Yes, and now Ashai is much bigger. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Nathan, thank you so much for coming. It's been absolutely delightful talking to you. No worries. And as everyone else, thank you so much for coming to watching. As always, I have Nalix. And I will see you next time.